0: show tuesday edition final hour the one o'clock hour 105 to be exact join now inside the charles schwab studio olum buchanan texag's universe does a whole lot of everything you hear him every morning eight till nine on the go no i don't have any idea what they call it hour on texag's radio with david nuno how you doing man i'm doing very well thank you very well you were mentioning travel and it's a part of the life of a Sports fans, sports journalists, whatever, right? Man, you guys taking those early flights out on Sunday, is it because, A, some of y'all have family and you want to be Sunday night back home? B, cheapest flight out? Or C, y'all are just sadists. Because, man, working a game on a Saturday, first flight out on a Sunday, that is a tough, tough road.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I I think... uh... I think we need to have a rule at Texags, uh, regardless of if you have family issues, that because uh, if you have family issues, then don't go on the trip. But um, and I don't think anybody has the that, but that no flight we take no flight that leaves um, before nine a.m.
0: I'd vote for it. I'm be- not part of Texags be- because uh, on a travel standpoint, I'd always vote with you.
1: Like for instance, this weekend. In Birmingham, of course, we know the game's in Tuscaloosa starting at 7, which and it's on CBS, so it's going to be, what, a four-hour game for sure. And Easy. So that's 11. It, uh, it takes, it at the minimum, about two hours to do interviews and do all your work afterwards, so that's one. And then you've got an hour-plus drive back to Birmingham, so by the time you get in your hotel room, it's going to be... Past 2. 2, 2.30. Our flight leaves at 6.30. That's when it leaves. So you got to get up when? 4.30? Why even bother sleeping? That is insane. Yeah, it's kind of going to be a tough, tough Sunday. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Saturday won't be as tough as Sunday. Hopefully the Aggies are going to be wide awake and ready to go and do something crazy like they did last year.
0: So you think Vegas is a little off with their 23 and a half point line? I didn't line? say that.
1: I didn't say that. I said, hopefully the Aggies will put it all together and you know, shock everybody like they did last year.
0: I find it odd that we don't know who the starting quarterback is for each team and Vegas still feels confident enough to put 23 and a half because normally they'd stay away from a game. That's a primetime game. So they know the betting handle is going to be very high and you don't know either starting quarterback. Normally they leave it alone. They're so confident. They put 23 and a half. Well,
1: if you're, you know, just looking at things from the A&M standpoint, looking at realistically, uh, how hard would it be, no matter who the quarterback is to turn around a handoff a and hand m has not been able to consistently stop the run um and then um no matter who's quarterbacks for a and m does it really matter if you're not blocking um the uh the pass run you know block you know, get a good pass protection it's will anderson out there you did a good job against him last year, but we haven't seen anything that really indicates that they're going to be able to handle it. Of course, you could have said the same thing last year. And I think the one thing that really is a glaring difference from last year to this year is A&M, a big big reason they won that game was the pass rush that had uh, Bryce Young kind of flustered at times. They had four sacks in that game and almost had five, had four. A&M has five this year. So what if you're looking at it from the Vegas perspective? You're thinking, what, regardless of who the quarterback is, what, what would quarterback, the individual quarterback's presence, make, different about the pass protection and the pass rush and the run defense? And that's probably where they came up with, uh, you know, with with the line they did.
0: This week has been one of hand wringing, woes me, criticism. If you were in charge, you were the head coach of Texas and football, give me three changes you would make. For this, for this week? This season still, yes.
1: Oh uh, Well, I would get out of the three-man uh, defensive line. I've got all these guys that recruited and considered outstanding defensive linemen. I would use them. Uh, if, if my secondary is as good as it's hyped up to be, then I don't need six of them, right? Would that make
0: sense? 100% to me.
1: Uh, so I would get out of a three-man front. I'd go to a four-man front. Look, I know they've had injuries, but I I would go to a four-man front. That's the first thing i do on defense. Do whatever I could to be better on defense. Heck, I would go with – if I had to have six DBs, I'd rather go with one linebacker, quite frankly. Um, so that's the first thing I'd do. Uh, secondly, on offense, I would try to incorporate some uh, – moving of the pocket, more rollouts, things like that. To I feel like my quarterback, uh, whoever he is, keeping him in the pocket is putting him in a really precarious. precarious, thank you, situation. And then I think I might try to get a lot more creative with Devon A-Chain, and especially like on third downs and some obvious passing situations. Uh, I might bring in L.J. Johnson or Le'Veon Moss, or hell, even another lineman, and put him in the backfield. And then, for, for pass protection, because that's not the strongest part of Devon's game, and I would put Devon uh, like I said, in obvious passing situations, I might put him out at wide out, or uh, I mean, I'd have him on the field, or not take him off. But he's shown he can catch the ball really well. And uh, that would just put more speed in the, uh, uh, in the, in the pattern. So, uh, I would try to get a lot more creative with how I would use the
0: bot. Once a loses to Alabama, it'll be time to start setting up the offseason 2023. What three changes would you make to this team on the bigger picture? Well, um, <laughs> I'm, I have come around
1: to everybody's way of thinking. I'm, I've, in my old age, I've gotten patience. I've learned patience more than I ever had. And I'd say, all right, look, I'm give, willing to give the benefit of the doubt. Last year the offense didn't, didn't wasn't overly productive. I said, well, you know, you got a backup quarterback. Okay. And you have two freshmen in the offensive line. Well this year it's not overly productive. And yeah, you you've had your your center you've had some center issues there, but some new guys in the offensive line, all those things. But I I really think that it's I think I would look for a uh uh, an offensive coordinator, who has some different ideas. I don't mind saying you're going to go completely crazy. So we're all of a not sudden, going
0: five wide air raid?
1: I'm not saying that, but I'm saying with some different ideas to uh, to to maybe modernize is, is not a fair word. Update. But, yeah, maybe kind of just add some new wrinkles to the offense. That's the first thing I'd do. I'd still say – uh, I'm going to go for a four-man front all the time, and that's like I put that in the Constitution or it can't be re- repealed. I'm going to be a four-man front all the time. Never rush three. Never, ever so rush three. So do
0: you get a new defensive coordinator? Is that what you're saying? Because uh, is a three-man front guy. I would. It's what he runs.
1: I would probably be um, inclined to do that. Okay. Based on what so I'm number saying three. this year. And then number three. What would be number three? I would uh, take as much... NIL money as as my uh, as my boosters are willing to give and and try to funnel it to Devon Hain and Nia Smith and uh, and Antonio Johnson and convince them to stay around another year.
0: Interesting, <laughs> I because I, I think about that and you know running backs uh, shelf life is limited because of the number of hits they have and also there's kind of a cap or you really don't go in the first round anyway. So if you grade out and they tell you your second or third round, that that's kind of it. You go anyway. I'm, th- I'm thinking about A chain by the way. Yeah. Uh, you you of get course. that. Antonio Johnson was a fringe first, really solid second, and he's having a year. I don't know what he's done to hurt his value yet this year. He's 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 always been active, involved in, and you know I, maybe maybe he can work on catching the football a little better. <laughs> that's. No, I know was what you're saying. A, that was a harsh drop. Man. It was. Well, no, I don't want to relive the Mississippi State game because <laughs> the whole story was the first half. People want to talk about the second half because we always focus on the end. No, no, no. The entire game was the first half. It was 14-0 at the half, and A&M fumbled at the Mississippi State 6, Mississippi State 25, A&M dropped three interceptions, including a pick six. That game could have been 21-7 or 17-7 at the half. Completely different tone. Mississippi State's a mental team, just like Leach is mental. And they had been rolled. They'd have been done. But instead, instead, you shot yourself in the foot so many times. You had no toes left. Wait. So instead of 21-7, 17-7, it's fourteen zero, and you've got no Mo.
1: Yeah, you know, and which always comes back to what uh, Jimbo talks about all the time is the lack of execution.
0: But, but you know what? A DB not catching an INT is not a lack of execution because you, you never actually really can accuse a. You know, you should have made that INT. They, they if they have, had hands, it'd be wide receivers.
1: They could have had three interceptions.
0: I know. In the but first time. Could. Yeah, could have. But you never. Probably should have. You don't chalk up errors when DBs don't get picks.
1: I don't know if I, if I 100% agree with that. Uh, there are. There are programs, the one you're going to play this week, that emphasizes that. There's a reason Alabama's always had so many non-offensive touchdowns and so many of them have come against A&M, uh, because they look for it and know how to take advantage of it. And uh, I think what you're seeing with an A&M team right now, and hopefully it'll change, is team, uh, a team that – I hate to be this harsh – but is finding ways to lose.
0: But that's what they didn't do prior to Mississippi State because against Arkansas, they they found a thirteen point play. Well, and they, they found a way to beat Arkansas against Miami. Miami shot them. Miami shot them. But they found the a way, way to lose anyway. against
1: Appalachian State. And uh, man, I I am uh, I enjoyed that Arkansas win so much, and they play the Aggies played really well. But let's remember. They were on a drive to to nail it down, and uh it was a series of mistakes that led to a field goal instead of a touchdown, and kept the door open for Arkansas. They score a touchdown. A and M has a chance to do to respond, and they again mistakes let it go, and it come down. It came down. He hit the post. To, he hit to the, hitting post.
0: the post. He hit the post.
1: So. um you know, it's funny. Had A&M found a way to beat Appalachian, they're 4-1, and one, and this is a showdown this week, and some some people somewhere say, ah, oh, AM was probably looking oh, ahead. Oh, and game
0: day's here. Because this would have been a 1st loss, you know, to yeah. uh, Mississippi yeah. State. And they would have dropped from potentially four to about eight or nine. So we're seeing a team that's just... I think the
1: they're obviously not living up to their potential and i believe i have come to believe that the um that the talent is still better than the scheme
0: oh i oh i 1 million oh 2 million percent on board with that we have to take a time out but the talent better than the scheme that I believe that to be a fact. I don't think that's an opinion. It's hard to argue it right now. We'll be back. More with Olin Buchanan. He's hanging out with me inside the Charles Schwab studio. It is a blessed and lucky day here on the Louis Bellina Show. Hey, any day Olin hangs out with you, you know, is a great day. The Louis Bellina Show, but I am not alone. Olin Buchanan live inside the Charles Schwab studio on a Tuesday. Support. For you comes from Mark Sim at the Charles Schwab branch, right here in College Station. Mark Sim, local dude. Because when I hear Schwab, I think New York, LA. No, nope, Mark Sims right here. College Station lives where he live, lives where we live, eats where we eat, goes to the Haggy Games just like we do. Schwab offers a modern approach to wealth management. They got financial planning to meet your specific needs right now. There's a reason why you're gonna call them, right? But then your needs are gonna change over time. And Schwab has the flexibility to adapt. As your needs change with time. Learn more at schwab.com slash college station. Olin. Yes, sir. How has your projection for the rest of the season changed? Because you had them going 12-0 and no. winning the na- – Oh, that's Tech-Sack, Sorry. 12-0 winning the national championship. Now, have you changed – I mean, have you taken the time to update your projection for them? Uh, well, I said that um –
1: Coming into the season, I thought anything less than ten and two should be considered a, a disappointment.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I, I don't think they're gonna finish ten and two. Um I would like to think that they could finish eight and three, I mean uh nine and three. Uh, but I think that's um expecting a lot because any team that can score based on what we've seen, any team that can score a lot of points is gonna be a problem for AM. And that would be Ole Miss. I think A&M can be can win at South Carolina. Uh, I would take A&M to win at Auburn. Uh, I think A&M beats Florida. Uh,
0: I think Florida is another A&M Florida game. It might be a last possession game. Could be because Florida's offense is inconsistent. But yeah. if Anthony Richardson's on, he might run for two hundred fifty they, yards. They're
1: one. They're one dimensional.
0: Right. Right. But if he, if, if they let him run, he can run for two fifty three scores. But I would take
1: I would take A and M at Florida, uh, and I would take definitely over UMass and Auburn, right? I think I might have already said that LSU I don't know about. So I would think that um, I'll say this: I would be if I was betting it, I'd be more likely to bet seven and five than nine and three. So it'll probably be eight and four again.
0: The middle, the eight and four, that magic number that A and M gets pulled to like a magnet it's a tragic number
1: it is it's it's mediocrity and that's an a&m should demand more
0: than that you know you know what eight and four is you said it's mediocre but it's not awful you didn't suck you didn't do anything horrible but but you didn't do anything good at all yeah it's 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 it's, such a dead number it's
1: middle class and quite frankly i don't even know if it's if it's upper middle class you know it's not
0: it is not
1: uh, so um, again, you aspire for you you expect more than that. You aspire uh, aspire for more than that. You should demand more than that. Um, and and I'm not saying you can't. I heard you talking about earlier about uh, how long it takes to win a national championship for certain coaches, and you give you know you don't think that applies. You don't think it's even uh, that what Jimbo as I I can't coach compare
0: to, yeah Jimbo but, to Dabo and Kirby comparing to Mac Brown. Uh, Mac Brown came in ninety eight. Ninety eight had been a head coach at North Carolina and didn't have a prior ring, but but he had head coaching experience. He wasn't a championship coach when he came in.
1: The only team he couldn't beat was Florida State. Yeah, so it took him eight years. All right, Um, I'm not I'm not so disappointed that A and M has not become a national championship contender this year even though I thought that that should be a realistic ambition. What I am disappointed is they look like a team well, that can't win 10, nine or ten games. And Thank I you. think you should expect more than that.
0: Because that's my page, Olin. Look, my standard is a national championship standard. When I criticize, critique, analyze, whatever you want to call it, that's what I'm referencing. Right. I'm not talking about, oh, man, for an eight-win team, this a team rocks. This is the greatest eight-win team ever. That's not my standard. That's what I'm talking about. And – they look – this looks like one of his worst eight and four teams. It looks like – They're going backwards the more talent they're getting. Well, I will say this. Um, I don't want
1: this to come off excuses, okay, because you need to – got guys you put out there, but they are very young, dominated freshman and sophomore teams. It's a fact. It's, it's, it's a fact. And then you lose an IS and things like that. and But injuries is a part of everything. And then why are you a young team?
0: That I stated too. Because Jimbo had, was it number three and number seven classes well, prior to number one? Right. Well, so why aren't they uh, the, sophomores, juniors starting? Right.
1: His last four classes have all been ranked in the top ten. Yeah, so where, why now, are, some are they starting? Of them, some of them have moved on. Some of them didn't pan out. Some of them got in well, trouble. But that happens everywhere.
0: Attrition is normal.
1: Yeah. That, that's just part of it. Um, so uh, I'll say also this. The second half, the AM schedule was front-loaded. Uh, Arkansas was considered either the second or third best team in the SEC West. Alabama's Alabama. And Mississippi State, especially there, is never easy, just like Texas going to Lubbock, right? Uh, Or Lawrence. (laughs) Or Lawrence. Uh, uh, So the point is the schedule would appear to be less challenging in the second half, so maybe you can – you can uh, pick up more wins, but what we have, we meaning Texas A and M, what they are investing in is the idea of getting a team that doesn't have to look, doesn't have to build its win losses on uh, being against inferior the feeders. It's like I can, I can beat. I don't have to look for. What what your weaknesses? It doesn't matter that I'm so strong. It doesn't matter how good you are.
0: It does no good if A&M goes five and one on the back half, beating up on the weakest part of the schedule. And Jim will go see. I told you so. Right, because it does you no good. And last year, after the Alabama game, the South Carolina-Missouri was the see. I told you so, which is how they ended up losing to Ole Miss and LSU. Yeah, they need to.
1: Uh, and if you if they go five and one on the back on the back end, and this is assuming that they don't pull off uh, an upset in in Tuscaloosa, then you're
0: eight and four. And you've beaten no one. You did not grow as a program. Well, you've beaten Arkansas. Y- yes, thank you. You're right. We'll see where they finish. Uh, I, you and I disagree on that. I don't count the win where they were. I, I kind of look each week, even. Well, Arkansas at yeah. the
1: end of the year is probably still going to be up pretty high. They should
0: be. They should be. I like Arkansas. I mean, they, in
1: fact, Arkansas might go 10-2 and two with losses to Alabama and, uh, and A&M. It'll be interesting. I mean, they they I mean, definitely
0: I mean, have the capability. You know, Ole Miss. Did you realize that Arkansas was so mental? That they're such a momentum-type team and... I guess maybe that's how the coaches get them up and make them play better than themselves. Arkansas. I didn't realize how mental they were.
1: Arkansas was going to lose that game, but. And I, there's people in Arkansas that are upset about this. I don't blame them. Score is 28 uh, 23. Arkansas's the fake rallying. Play. No, no. Oh, I
0: thought you were talking about that.
1: No, I'm talking about their Arkansas's rallying. It's 28 23. Alabama's looking at third and 15 on their own 20. Milro scrambles for like 70 yards. But the reason how come he got loose is. Uh, the pressures coming from his left side and the left tackle from Alabama grabs the face mask of the end and just holds it not just touches it he, you could have called him for holding a face mask and it's another one of those SEC officiating where they oh I didn't see it. We' well, it's, it, its Alabama so you know who knows if that you know you give them a 15 yard penalty they're back at the 10 you know you're gonna get you're gonna get uh, field position. Alabama probably still wins, but it it probably turns into a really big play. So back to your mental part about Arkansas. They got a bad break go against them. Long run, they folded right there.
0: They're a very mental team. Before I let you go. Yes, sir. Man, I'm depressed. Our time is too quick. I have too much fun. I like talking to you. A, who's going to win Saturday? What's the score? Well, I mean, I have to uh, look at it objectively. So that
1: means AM? And objectively I'm gonna t i am going to would take uh I would take Alabama. If I, if I had to put my money on it, who would you put? And I would think that it's gonna be I think A and M will play a much better game because out of pride, but I don't think that's enough. So I would look at that final score based on what I've seen to look like something around 38-20.
0: Who's gonna be the starting quarterback? Haynes King. How many picks will he throw?
1: Well, you know, judging by his, his.
0: Uh, I felt so bad for him because the first pick was completely on Stewart. Yeah, so maybe, and we, then he has to throw one of his own. Like he couldn't have just went clean. Yeah, but, in the relief but, but, effort. But to his
1: also to his defense, when your other team knows you're going to throw,
0: it's harder. Yeah. So but I'll don't throw a pick.
1: I'll say one, All and right, I'll be and I'll be throw generous. A pick. And and say one now. Hopefully, you know they. Again, I probably would have said uh, the same kind of score last year, and A and M went out and shocked us. Played their best game, so maybe they'll come out and play. A when play are game. you
0: doing the podcast? that said tomorrow at eleven. That is so awesome. Yeah, we you, have fun. And then Jenny Carlson I with think, Cedric and uh I, th- I think
1: Jenny's before me. That is so ladies awesome. first.
0: That that flashes me so far back. I say the good old days. The Big Twelve beat was awesome. People could talk about the football teams and the quality, all, but the football beat in the Big 12 is awesome. Well,
1: it's going to be fun when uh, those guys are back, you know, uh, in the SEC, too, and we're hanging with, with those guys on the road sometimes, you know. Um,
0: they were journalists. They're still journalists. Now we have Not fun. a lot left like that. Sure, in hell ain't the Alabama media. Yeah, and of
1: course, you know, that's for sure. And because uh, uh, Alabama, those guys are cheerleaders with a with a credential. Not. Uh, a lot of them, I should say that. A lot of them. They too got, many, way too many. Especially the radio guys. Uh, but um,
0: I noticed y'all didn't have Ryan Fowler back this week.
1: Is that true? Is that?
0: I haven't heard it yet. I haven't I, seen it on the I, guest I, list.
1: Well, you know, I don't make the the, the guest list. But uh, yeah, that that may or may not be by design. I don't know. You'd have to ask David that. But. Um, I know there's a couple of shows out there that I just don't do anymore because I've heard some of the things they do. And I like to try to, I mean, I have no problem with you responding to people that are making comments toward you. Mm -hmm. But I think as a, if you're a serious media personality or type or whatever, that there should be certain standards. Like you'll never hear me making fun of Nick Saban or, or, or say, uh, 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 gosh, what's the name? Arkansas? Pittman Tim Pittman F- for his appearance or anything. Oh, like you know,
0: you never get personal. No, that's one of our golden rules in no, media to me. No, just don't. And, they, and they, you can say anything you want with word choice and never get personal. They got
1: they do some of that over there, and I'm just yeah. not a part of that.
0: I had a text message earlier, guy Richard in Call Station. Lou, do you ever appear as a guest on other radio shows, on other sports shows? I, well, I know you do, and I used to. I do somewhat now. I used to do it all the time. I used to be, every day I used to do at least one. I mean, I was into it. Because I love talking to other talk shows and hearing, you know, how it is in other areas. I mean, seriously, dug it. And it's interesting. You kind of said, you know, how. But after a while, you start doing shows and you start hearing other hosts and stuff. And, you know, they like to comment when you're gone, but they weren't going to comment while you were there. Yeah, I, I have So I them. just start cutting things out. And then later on being a program director of a growing sports talk station you just get too busy to to do all that cuz i was doing tons they're all free we don't get paid for most of those No, you do you get taxex money they <laughs> you per hit you're about $100 for 10 minutes man i wish so and i'm just saying for me that was a big part i just didn't have the time all the time to to do free stuff
1: i do one radio hit that that pays me one who (laughs) think about it lou maybe you'll come up with that answer
0: do we pay (laughs) that's awesome man that's okay that's cool that's that's the one and then all the rest are just like you know 10 minutes here there
1: one guy sent me some uh some rubs you know that you put on like if you're if you're you're, uh marinating you know some rubs and marinating yeah yeah because he had a sponsor that was uh, and so he sent me a, a package of someone's roast. Okay, that's,
0: that's right. radio. That's the most radio thing I've heard for in a long time. Where you got sponsor spices yeah, as your spices. payment? that's That's what I got. That is that's. Oh, I got a free pair of tires one year when the tire guy was sponsoring. Nice. That is beautiful, and I'm not gonna lie, man.
1: And you know what? They're they're pretty good.
0: Dude, I'm going to talk to you. Look, right. safe travels. Talk to week. you next Tuesday. Be good. Olin Buchanan of the tex universe. Listen to him mornings 8 to 9, a part of the no-go ho-wo hour on tex radio. He joins us live inside the Charles Swap studio, Tuesdays, 1 to 1.30. Down the stretch we come. Almost done, not quite, with the Tuesday edition of the Louis Bellina Show. One of the things I promised, and maybe you weren't here at the start of our day together, and I respect that. I I know some people don't hang out with me every minute of every second of every day. That makes me a little bit sad, but I'll be okay. Today, final hour, matter of fact, we're going to give away a couple of gift cards to Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue, the home of the big chop. If you haven't been to Cooper's before, I think the brisket rocks. I'm addicted to the pork chop. It's the best pork chop in town. And the only time I can't get the pork chop is if I got a beef rib fiend going on. But I love their pork chops. Like, seriously, not a joke. The pork chop is so good. One of the things about Cooper's, because there's quite a few things I really admire, but one of the things I think is cool, awesome. They've got four, four different barbecue specials. A lot of places have one and okay, so they get this special Monday, this on Tuesday, this on Thursday, this on Friday. and you got to remember what day is what special, what time. At Cooper's they have four different barbecue specials. They got a sausage, barbecue sandwich. They also have a pork chop special. It, it's it's glorious. Baked potato, that was the fourth one. And at Cooper's, you don't memorize anything. At Cooper's, if the doors are open, all four spe- specials are available. It's pretty epic. I'm, I'm a big fan. You don't have to memorize. Oh, and they don't run out. That's the other thing about these barbecue specials. All these places run out like 10 minutes after their doors open. Uh-uh. At Cooper's, if the doors are open, all four specials are good to go. And you get the sausage, the pork chop. The sandwich, the baked potato, comes with a side and a drink. Call now. Get registered to win a $25 gift card to Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue, the home of the Big Chop. 979-693-1150. 979-693-1150. Light up the Smoothie King Hotline. If you would like to try Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue yourself, 979-693-1150. Uh, good luck. That's all I can say. Some miscellaneous as we head towards our mascot of the week. Brett McMurphy, college football insider, the Action Network, released his bowl projections. He has A&M in the Texas Bowl versus Kansas. That's two Texas Bowl projections now for A&M. Kansas. A team that hosts ESPN College Game Day this year. Because Texas bowl, Kansas, Kansas, the Jayhawks, they're probably not going to finish the year nine and three and ten or ten and two. Fair enough, right? They'll probably finish the year at this point, seven wins, eight wins, which for them is going to be quite incredible. But Texas Bowl would still be any bowl, right? So, AM in Kansas at the Texas Bowl. I saw, oh, Saturday down south updated their bowl projections. They have AM Music City Bowl taking on Illinois, Brett Bielema, a former Arkansas coach. So, that's two Music City Bowls, two Texas Bowls, the one Las Vegas Bowl. Among the projections for uh, Texas A&M and their bowl destination. I actually, I think I'm on crack. A Liberty Bowl, a Music City Bowl, and two Texas Bowls among the projections. A&M has not been in the Texas Bowl in a while. And if A&M is in any way, shape, or form eligible, A&M will end up in the Texas Bowl. The, big, the, the SEC has always been a big fan of regionality in bowls. But then again, they know they can't send AM to the Texas Bowl every year. And AM has not been there recently. So I could just see it kind of makes sense if AM falls to that slot, but not too far past it. I could see that happening. Other oh, things that caught my attention today, I'll read what the headline is. You tell me if you understand, if you can relate to this feeling, emotion, the thought, the thought. Texas A&M versus Alabama. It's a bummer that this game didn't turn out to be what we hoped it could. At least I don't think. I'll read it again. The thought, the the emotion, the feeling. Texas A&M versus Alabama. It's a bummer. That this game didn't turn out to be what we hoped it could, at least I don't think. Saturday down south, for every SEC game, they do their first impression of the game. And that's their first impression of A&M Alabama. It's a bummer the game didn't turn out to be what we hoped it could. Because what did we hope that A&M Alabama was going to be? We hoped that it was going to be Saban and Fisher locked in a steel cage. Two men walk in, one coach walks out. We, we, we thought A and M would be about five in the country, four Alabama one. ESPN College Game Day, SEC Nation. I mean, this was going to be the game of the year this year. Two coaches that went at each other, throwing verbal hands at each other a beat Alabama on the field last year. A&M beat Alabama in recruiting. And this, and then Saban attacks in the offseason. Jimbo counters. None of that's true now. Now, a and is trying to stave off and avoid the knockout punch from Saban and Alabama even though I will say this for the record, okay? If somehow A&M beats Alabama, Saban's going to snap. Cuz if Saban gets beat by this A&M team, when you consider the state of everything, he's a 23 and a half point favorite. Saban's going to lose it. And I mean on the field after the game, call it what you want, he's going to go full ape. If this were to happen, text messages. Yes, please. Let us go to the Texas Mobile One Loop Express inbox. Texas Mobile One Loop Express owned by Gabriel Garcia. I'm supposed to hook up and do lunch with him. Yo was supposed to set this up. I guess I probably should get in touch with Yo. Yo okay, good enough. First text message. Hi, Louis from David and Franklin. Hi, David. If the Aggies can fix both lines of scrimmage play, especially the old line, then they can win. Not sure if they can fix it all this year. I hope they can soon. I'm so ready for the Aggies to be the best. I do not think they can fix both this year. I think most of the changes will have to be philosophical. Jimbo might not know where the good old line coach is. You know, you realize how many interconnected changes there are now? Because of Jimbo... Does hire a new offensive coordinator? You need to hire an O line coach who would be in sync with that offensive system style. And now, are you going to teach these offensive linemen a brand new offensive O line system for the third year in a row? How much is that stunting the learning of a Bryce Foster and a Father Ray? It would be their third different O-line system in three years. Necessary, but still. Russell texted, Louie, that's me, thank you, thank you for the defense three-man front issues. Oh, yeah, lunchtime, we talked about it. Can't stop the run and no pass rush. Do you think the D.C. is just not capable of coming up with a different scheme? Oh, I think he's a three-man front guy. Now, I don't know if A&M has three-man personnel. I don't think they were recruited as three-man personnel. I'm not sure if they wanted to play in three-man personnel. Obviously, they're not fitting and tearing up three-man personnel right now. So we might have square and circle is an issue. Dr. Charlie, we need four down linemen, and our linebackers need to fill the gaps. It's not rocket science. Dr. Charlie, class of 76. Finally, Jimmy in the Woodlands, at this point, defensively, we should try stacking the box and daring them to pass since rushing three dares them to run and pass. How's that working for you? Offense, pick three plays and become experts at those three. Keep it simple. Jimmy in the Woodlands. When we return, mascot of the week here on The Louis Bellina Show from live inside the Charles Schwab Studio. This is the Louis Belita Show, presented by BMB Automotive and Superior Auto Service. Join now, April. Hi, hello.
2: Hi, hello. It
0: has been two years and change. It's been a bit. Two and three quarters years, something like that, since April has joined us inside the Charles Schwab studio how are
2: you feels brand new feels brand spanking new
0: april okay she's asked me like three questions all of them very (laughs) minor but like since she was here which was two year two and three quarters years ago she's like why do you have chains on your ceiling well during the corona days we had these big plastic you should probably
2: explain that before just dropping why do you have chains from the ceiling
0: because we rock. No, it <laughs> held this big chunk of plastic that would be part of the six feet separation. Yeah. And we had a cleaning crew that cleaned the plastic every night. Oh, my God. Because if people are breathing on it, you know, disease, germs, corona mm-hmm. times, she's like, why is the front door locked? The whole building's on I lockdown. I can't just stroll
2: in anymore. What's going on?
0: April used to have the run of the place.
2: <laughs> well, when you when you roll up with an armful of puppies or you bring in animals all the time, You win. people just kind of like drop everything. You win. How, how? I did not get people fired when they just came out. Of their office for 30 minutes at a time whenever we would come, just completely because our
0: boss was one of the people playing with the puppies. You're
2: you're exactly right, you're exactly right. That's the
0: how of it all. April Plemons joins me every week. Tuesday, it's how we say bye bye with our mascot of the week. It's a dog, it's a cat, it's an animal looking for a permanent home, maybe looking for you. Are you looking to, you know, put an addition to your family? April, who's our mascot of the week?
2: So this week, we have two kittens, Soup. (sighs) and spoon so soup and spoon (sighs) they go together I, i mean they're brothers they're really cute they're fluffy and they're young so one's like um an orange ginger looking kitten the other one's a black and white tuxedo kitten and they're really fluffy you know sometimes you get that nice slick shiny coat on a kitten these are just pure cotton balls so if you like that fluffier look if you're looking for a little kitten that's you know got some floof you know, um, that can be your little feather duster. Whenever they're walking around the house, you should check out Soup and the Brother Spoon. They're really cute.
0: Soup, yeah. And sp- your naming has went next level recently. You've talked about because you name a couple of hundred thousand pets over the bit. years now. But the, the, you have found this inspiration recently. Yeah,
2: I, I have to credit that one to Foster Mom. And sometimes they'll come up with some great names. I'm like, oh my gosh, how have we not done the Hocus Pocus movie? Or how have we not done ACDC? Or how have we not done whatever? But yes, so we're open to suggestions. You've done Guns N' Roses before? I, we've done an Axel, and we have not done a Slash. Slash? Slash, there Duff. you go.
0: Next week. You know, remember, look it up. They've had quite a few band members. That's Buckethead. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to call a dog Buckethead, but.
2: Well, a term of endearment, maybe, but, um, yes. And so right now, actually, the reason we couldn't bring a pet is we are on scene, on location right now. Our staff is working a very... Tell people about this, please. This is part of
0: what Long Way Home Adoptables does.
2: (laughs) And I feel bad we had to drop everything. And I was like, sorry, can't bring a kitten. Uh... So we are on location right now. Our staff is actually sending pictures um, of animals that we are helping right now. There's a house with almost 50 dogs and it's in a very, very rural part right outside of our of our county limits. So unfortunately, they don't have access to animal control in the shelter. So who else is going to step in? Uh, so we said we will. So we're there and we're trapping and, and getting, I think there's 40 small dogs and chihuahua mixes and, and some big lab mixes. So we're we're working like the Dickens and we're trying to stay busy. So maybe we'll have some um, hair bands and metal band names for you on on all these animals.
0: So you, Long Way Home Adoptables, hear about 50 dogs kind of trapped in a house, you know, needing rescued. You, your volunteers, called to action, and you guys are going to spend a couple of days rescuing all these animals from that.
2: 50, that's 50 ex- dogs. That's exactly right. So shout that's out, amazing. Shout out to Greer and everybody who's out there right now, um, just really trapping dogs and sending pictures. But they're all going to be coming to our vet clinic uh, here shortly. And we'll start the process of spaying and neutering and vaccinating and the whole shebang, that's putting so them in foster awesome. homes, adopting them out. You know, these are dogs that have lived in a pack of 50 their whole life. Some of these animals are 10 years old. So this will be the first time they've ever gotten one on one attention. And that's what we are really proud of is having a foster base that we can say, hey, go live with a family for a bit. See what it's like to be a dog.
0: So you go with 50. Here's a recommend: Go cartoons. And start with, like, the Transformers, because there's a million of them.
2: Yes. Name, you know, yes. the,
0: the Opticon, the Opti- whatever they are, and the yeah. Decepticons. Mm-hmm. You can use both sides. Love it. There you go. Love That's it. what I'd start with.
2: Okay, cartoons and rock bands. Got Our mascots it. of the week,
0: Soup and Spoon, Two kittens looking for a permanent home. Where can they go if they'd like to meet soup and spoon?
2: Right. So you're gonna go to our website, longwayhome.org. You can see the animals available for adoption there, like soup or spoon. You can apply to adopt right there. You can apply to foster, volunteer, say, hey, I can't foster or adopt, but I can I can make a run 40 minutes and help trap some dogs, or I can take some dogs to the vet for you. All of those ways help us, uh, just like you're contributing the way you help, Louie. Everybody I yell pitches in That's everybody it. pitches in how they can. So I promise there's a way you can help go our website longwayhome.org.
0: Longwayhome.org. You can meet soup and spoon or any and all every animal currently looking for a permanent home. Maybe you want bigger, smaller, black, white, green, orange, yellow, whatever you're in the mood for. Trust me, they probably have it longwayhome. That's right. Or, .org
2: or just hang out with the two-legged animals of Longway Home. Come see us at our events. We've got a ton of events in october free microchips free nail trims come see us at a free event at downtown Bryan at halo october 14th with six kittens rescue we got a lot going on and and we're trying to reinvest as much as we can into community programs to give as much free stuff to the public as we can the easiest
0: way to keep track of where april and the long way gang is going to be they have an events tab at longwayhome.org click it Mm -hmm. and that way you can see when and where because they do have the free micro trip chip, chip and grooming for pets. But right. then they have the free let's party yeah. and play with our pets. Yeah, exactly. You know, you have all kinds of events. That's what I love about you guys. We do
2: and love to have fun. You know, or you can help virtually. We of course we always have online events, but there's a way to help. And just like today, we're out there filling in the gap where our local shelters, our local animal controls can't help. We're out there boots on the ground. So support us however you can. April, thank you so
0: much. It's good to see your face. I know it's been Two uh, and three-quarter years. Yeah,
2: yeah. Stupid isolation.
0: January of like, or whatever, because it happened in February, March. So 2020. February 2020 was last time. You have the open invite. Okay. You know, every week might be rough because I do know that you work and teach and kid. Anytime you want to roll by. You just say, boo, you're here.
2: Okay. okay? I'm going to try my best to start bringing in some furry companions.
0: You just come. Look, we just want to say hi to you. Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, Good luck uh, with everything. Oh, thanks.
0: April Plemons Longway Home Adoptables, our mascot of the week. Check out Soup and Spoon at longwayhomeadoptables.org. Check out the events page. Go hang out with them. Bring your pet to go play with them. Longwayhomeadoptables.org. I have to go. I will be back tomorrow 1105. This has been the Louis Bolina Show presented by Bnb Automotive and Superior Auto Service. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime anywhere, and each day bring